Magnetofungi, number 180. It's Sunday, February 28th, 2021. Yeah, Larry here. Trying to enjoy the short stretch of dry and sunny weather the past week or so. Even as most of the country got a blast of sub-zero climate chaos that turned deadly in Texas, where the grid failed as it was profitably designed to do in extreme weather. Meanwhile, I got more bike touring gear squared away. The music this time is a pre-spring eclectic submitted mix, opening with another fresh bite of orchestral hip-hop. Showing they bluff, they're throwing a fit. I'm holding my nuts. They talk falsehoods, but they say not true. I poke holes in the story, watch the plans fall through. Bye bye, salute. You the only one to blame for what you fall prey to. Yeah, y'all make moves. When it ain't stopping demons from collecting, they do. When they won't take the cash, you'll pardon you till the millstone bed. She's all loose. Been had in the pits like your dad is bread, and your fix ain't fixing that. Wife split with your cash and women ain't hitting your back And in a bit of madness you're tripping in traffic Cameras get to clicking and flashing Now your pics on the internet Look at that you're looking to gnash And look at the caption it says Look at this has been So what are you famous for? Can't show your face no place to go Get medicated though Shit faced and wasted slow Don't know your friends from foes Get shit faced and wasted Don't know you. 
That was Who Would Be Born, the brand new single released by Oakland Outfit Ensemble McNawooj, with a beautiful video produced in collaboration with the Asian Art Museum and the Yerba Buena Gardens Festival. Nice. Okay, this is a laid-back and often explicit, you bet your ass, uh, underground international pod zine and personal journal of extremely eclectic music and progressive politics with a focus on energy independence for the 99%. My pod page is 1223studios.com slash mfunky.h and the Twitter is at MagnetoFunky. Well, back to the old drawing board. Okay, in grid theory. The corporate news cycle will have pushed on from the climate chaos Texas grid down in another week or so. So I'm throwing in my two cents now. And the grid down will happen again due to willful dumbassery. The deep freeze is now over, but water distribution systems are still down. And even now, the powers that be in the state say they won't do a damn thing to prevent the next polar vortex catastrophe from happening. Anyway, my short question, because windmills in Antarctica work just fine, what's the deal with frozen windmills in Texas, and how do you winterize them? So, sub-zero temperatures and humid air will form on the wind turbines. When ice freezes onto the wings, the aerodynamics changes for the worse, so that wings catch less and less wind until they don't move at all. To prevent this problem ahead of time, adding a thin layer of carbon fiber to the wings that can be automatically heated can prevent ice before it forms. It adds about 5% to the cost of a turbine, but that was just too damn expensive for ERCOT, the Electric Reliability Council of Texas, 10 years ago when the last freeze happened. Most of the state's grid is powered by natural gas plants, which can also be winterized at a nominal cost, but they were too damn cheap to do that either. The existing power plants were built 
as cheaply as possible for maximum profit, making any retrofitting extremely expensive. New renewable resource power plants, however, can be properly built to deal with heat waves and deep freezes at low relative cost. But you already know it's going to be slow going. Okay, uh, the TARP-related lab work coming up in a bit. Okay, back to the stage. Continuing the fresh pre-spring mix with a trio. First, Throbbing Gallows by Paradox Obscure, the Athens-Greece-based dark electronic duo of Toxic Razor and Crystal Ann. As one of the few electronic ensembles to record their music in real time, the duo are able to capture the essence and magic of the moment without the aid of sequencing and editing software. Uh, this is from the album Singles and Rarities, coming out on March the 12th.
Okay, next up, it's When It Comes by A Cloud of Ravens, the Brooklyn-based dark wave gothic rock band with a sound that weaves together arcane tales of love, loss, faith, life, and what looms beyond. This song drops on March the 2nd, and the album Another Kind of Midnight will hit the streets on March 16th. Okay, 
uh, wrapping up with Berlin, a post-electro pop and synth rock tune by New Jersey-based electro-industrial duo Crock Shop from their ninth full-length album, Perpetual Sequence. This is yet another example of a group with a long producing and touring history that took a break to pursue other musical interests but came back together in the wake of P. Grabby's election to artistically resist. Oh, the album will drop on March the 5th.
der Trost. Und jetzt ist unser dekadentes, geliebtes Berlin ein weiteres antiseptisches Einkaufszentrum geworden. Hey, Geeknotes. We're in a new year, in the spring of a new administration, but it's the second year of plague, the continuation of political, economic, environmental, social, and personal strife with the heavy toll of Cold War in the air. It's like we should be going through stages of grief, but instead we're trudging through simultaneous layers of grief as so many cheer for chaos, meaning some grief is not love persevering, but spite persevering. Half a million dead of COVID. Yeah, it's just a number, but it's also personal. I mean, my little brother just recently passed in his sleep, not from COVID, most likely from the diabetes that took my mom, but it still leaves a hole in our immediate family's lives. There's so many added dead of unnatural causes. So many slave patrol murders, you may as well start stitching little nooses on police uniform trousers. Anyway, the big lie civil war at home is gonna have the Biden administration spending the whole year fighting the treason caucus, stuck in angry denial and angry bargaining fighting the next terror attack. Yeah, so what if former president shit holds day in court, or I should say day in multiple courts, is coming? His minority rule minions are still gumming up the works. Where the CPAC Wave the Bloody Shirt Convention features the GQP continuing to act like full-on Nazis, wearing Camp Auschwitz t-shirts instead of Hugo Boss gear, with a Nazi symbol stage and a pea-grabby golden calf statue for the Christian patriots to worship as they jerk off the fantasies of blowing up the State of the Union address. And the count of voter suppression measures is now at 253 in 43 different states. Meanwhile abroad, how many tinpot dictatorships and military juntas are now using the naked big lie to stay in power? Is it still only a handful? And while Burma, not Myanmar, gets lots of coverage, the same shit is going down in Haiti, but the news cycle don't care. It's still addicted to smoking both sides crack. Yeah, there's so much more stuff left over, like the Johnson & Johnson vaccine finally coming on. And like Biden giving Saudi Prince Bonesaw a pass for now. So, no, I'm not going to go there either. Anyway, for the duration, if you have promos, pluggers, gig info, an article, opening, etc., send me an email and I may add it to its Twitter feed if possible. But I will add it to the Facebook feed. The address is mfunkyzine at gmail.com. And if you like, or you don't like the show, give it a quick review. Go to ratethispodcast.com slash mfunky, and I'll read it here in Geek Notes and tee off appropriately.
Transfer complete. Okay, in grid practice. The latest incremental progress came as the rain ended, followed by days of sunny and windy almost kite weather. Uh, over the last weekend, I laid out and built my bug bivy, which is big enough to fit the regular bivy in, but I don't expect many days when conditions will be cool and have mosquitoes and no sims. And anyway, this past week, I went back to Debosi Park, which was a bit more crowded for a weekday, but I had enough room to shake out my camo tarps and properly roll them up for field use. It was fairly windy with gusts coming from different directions, so the process took about 10 minutes for each tarp. I figured that's like twice as long as expected. But it did give me ideas on how to speed that up. I'd like to be able to roll and pack the tarps in the time it takes to boil water for a morning cup of joe. Back home, I eyeballed a roll next to the front fork. And because these things are too bulky to go in the cargo trailer, I started researching racks and cargo cages. I also made a pair of waterproof bags with the leftover green bivy tarp and the last of the Gorilla Tape because tall and skinny stuff sacks, they're pricey. Now the two tarps weigh three pounds each. That's well within the capacity of steel forks. But this being a late 90s mountain bike with a curved front fork without bottle mounts, that cut out just about all of the regular straight fork cages suited to bikes made this century. Uh, most front rack pannier carriers need bottle mounts too, and those racks ain't cheap either. Now, the best solutions I did find are a $100 option and a $35 option. The expensive setup combines special hose clamp bottle mounts with minimalist cage components called bow tie strap anchors and voil rubberized straps to tie the cargo down laterally. The cheaper but just as good setup is a front rack that will fit an old school curved fork. It's the Axiom Cycling Gear Journey DLX Low Rider Front Rack. It has a 20 pound capacity per side, a rubberized V bracket that bolts on up top, and the bottom bolts go to the fender eyelets. Uh, it doesn't need any bottle mounts and the customer reviews are all like four out of five. Cool. And the local REI sells them. This is something I do not want to buy mail order. A combination of voil straps and bungees should keep the tarp bags tied down better than the pricey setup. Very nice. And as long as I'm adding to the gear list, because I do plan to carry some light stuff in a backpack, I'm looking at backpack spacers, something I never considered before. 
Okay, for this week's One More Tune, we close out with Changes. Another fresh tune by the previously featured Decoupler, a.k.a. Philadelphia Electronic Soul Duo, Bailey Walker and Adam Laub, from their debut album, Digital Bonfire. Now, this is a fine merging of trip-hop and electronica with the live elements of soul music and vocal performance. music bed is The Celestial Diver, number two, Shooting Star, by Forrest Fang from the album Ancient Machines. This is the 18th album from the veteran Bay Area electronic musician and multi-instrumentalist. And this album was released uh, December 2nd, 2019. Well, okay. 
Hey, this show is a 1223 Studios joint. I'm on almost all the popular podcast platforms, the latest being CastBox and Overcast. You can also say, Alexa, ask any pod to play Magneto Funky. Uh, show notes are on the pod page. Send email to mfunkyzine at gmail.com. If you like the show, hey, tell your friends. And if the Biden administration and the Democratic Party-controlled House and Senate don't address voter suppression and still can't get $15 minimum wage past the minority rule seditionists and concerned trolling corporate media cock blockers and clam jammers, the 2022 midterms will be what puts the goddamn GQP back in power. And this time, don't blame the black vote. It won't be there. I'm not demanding they do it immediately, but how about by the end of summer? Show themes, Rocket Power and Spyglass, by New York musician and composer Kevin McLeod. Some additional audio from freesound.org. The next episode is set for when I have enough music and stuff to rant about. Uh, but definitely before the Ides of March. I'm Larry, trying hard to stay chill at my garret in the mission. And this is Magneto Funky from San Francisco, where we are proceeding through, no longer into, the darkness. <laughs>